0: Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on a hump day, April the 26th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800-951-0592. Back from, I was off yesterday. I was actually in and out of the office yesterday, uh, but back today as the sun is shining. It has been just gorgeous here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, not 100 degrees yet. Pretty soon, but not yet. It's been uh, just fantastic. Uh, a lot of wind <laughs> yesterday. I mean, you're 30, 40, 50 mile an hour winds. Uh, that's a lot of blowing sunshine out there. Uh, Our website, it's part of your daily routine, allamericangold.com. You get the news, you get the videos, you follow us, get the podcast, the the Facebook, the Twitter. Actually, uh, tweeted out Steve Mnuchin, he was in the news, he's the Treasury Secretary, talking about the tax cuts that are gonna be proposed. We didn't get a lot of details, and I think that was by design. We'll break all of that down. Is it, uh, as they're claiming the biggest tax cut in history? We'll see how that all shakes out. Uh, There was not a lot, there was crude oil inventories. Crude oil's rising today. Uh, The largest drop in crude inventories in a couple of years. Uh, has the crude oil markets rally and gold really just kind of watch it? You know, everybody's kind of like, oh, you know, in my mind, tax cuts should be good for Wall Street, especially the ones that got pr- proposed today. You'd think that they would uh, be loved. Matter of fact, see the NASDAQ crossed 6,000. It took 17 years to go from 5,000 to 6,000, uh, 6,000 right now in 28, by the way. Uh, and then uh, the Cash List Society, we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well. And then how does the government get its revenue? We're going to take a look at, when we look at all the, the big pieces of the puzzle, where does most of the revenue come from How does that jive with what the president, well, at least his uh, treasury secretary, uh, floated out there today? Uh, And then uh, I guess we'll have to talk a little bit about uh, the missile that we launched yesterday. Apparently, uh, we tested a a missile to let North Korea know, hey, by the way, (laughs) We can hit you from here. We can hit you from there. We can hit you from everywhere. Uh, after North Korea uh, yesterday uh, had the largest live artillery display, I guess. I don't know. Ever. They just uh, put a bunch of tanks and cannons and, and blue stuff into the ocean. Yeah, that was, I'm not sure what, uh, I wonder if Greenpeace gets upset when that happened. Do you think they get upset? Right? Because, I mean, it goes into the, I mean, does it blow up? I mean, it blows up, right? I mean, you think all the fishes that are swimming around wherever the missile comes down or the bullet or the bomb or whatever, right, there's got to be some casualties. I don't know. Those are just things that I think about. <laughs> Uh, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, whether we are uh, doing a show or not, uh, people are here. Wendy's here. Arlene is here today. I actually asked Arlene, I'm like, hey, you got any good stories? Anything interesting happen to you? And the boring people that we are, uh, yeah, absolutely nothing. So from saturday till till this morning arlene said that nothing exciting happened to her whatsoever uh so maybe some of you can call and give her something to be excited <laughs> about. i mean nothing nothing at all arlene not one thing happened you made it oh wait i don't want to hear about that. Is it here you screwed up oh okay okay well then yeah yeah This is li- li- live radio. Ar- Arlene made some extra car insurance payments.
1: <laughs>
0: try, try. <laughs> yeah, she put she put in the extra zero. Yeah, that that would stink. Hey, I'm paying my car insurance bill, and all of a sudden uh, you put one zero too many on it. But nonetheless, uh, we'll talk all about that. The fifteen percent corporate tax rate that is being proposed by the Trump administration, how are they going to pay for it? Is it actually, does it even have a chance of being approved? And then what about Friday? Is the government going to shut down or not? Apparently the Trump administration has decided no border wall. Well, let's let me rephrase that. They're going to take the funding for the border wall out, which is what the Democrats said they would need to do. Uh, But I still haven't seen anything as to whether or not there's going to be uh, a budget that gets approved. One of the things, just so people know, you need 60 votes on a budget. So no matter what the Republicans did, even if they would all join the border wall, which I don't think they would. You'd still need to get eight Democrats, which that wouldn't happen. But we'll talk all about that next. Picture Radio News Hour. The big news coming out of the Trump administration this morning. Steve Mnuchin was out. And they're saying that the, the tax cut proposal not quite not quite what we expected. President Trump proposing to dramatically reduce the taxes paid by corporations, big and small, and an overhaul of uh, that his administration says going to spur economic growth, bring jobs and prosperity to the middle class. So when uh, they released an outline that they said they're going to cut taxes on business right when we talked about this the other day uh, we you know we were hoping for right a complete overhaul and let's face it less taxes is a good thing. There's no doubt about it but before you could have less taxes we've got to have less government. <laughs> I mean, already, I mean, we just got too much of it. The big part missing from the outline is how they were going to pay for the cuts. We'll talk about that in a minute. But they want to take the tax rate for business all the way down to 15%. Corporate tax rates uh, for Wall Street are 35%. Now, most of the Wall Street companies don't pay that. Right? Only, only if they've got a really, really bad accountant. But, you know, that that's the other thing, too. I'd love to see, are they going to get rid of all the corporate welfare that goes along with it? That part is not in here either. But they want to take the tax rate down from uh, 35% for Wall Street, that's your big corporations, to 15 For the small business, and this one's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a misnomer, but as a a lot of small business owners will tell you, uh, we don't, you know, you you try to run your small business like it doesn't make any money, right? And you pay personal income tax, uh, which isn't in this piece of legislation. The only time you want your small business to be profitable is when you want to sell it, (laughs) right? So all of you that are gearing up to sell your business, then then maybe at that point it'll be worth a whole lot. But this is essentially, let's call it what it is. Uh, This is a Wall Street tax cut. Uh, In a uh, speech this morning, Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, said the overhaul would amount to the biggest tax cut and the largest tax reform in U.S. history claims suggest the cuts would cut more than $600 billion a year in revenue. So you think about the, and, and I don't know, now this isn't mine. I mean, right now as it sits, the, the government collects about $3.4 trillion a year in taxes so if this would lose 600 billion uh that would bring that number you know just what down to 2.8 uh we spend over 4 trillion i mean so you can just kind of do some simple math like i said it, there's not a lot of details in it in the outline today it does not include any budget cuts or tax increases that would offset these tax cuts. And part of the, I guess, you know, we got the same thing going on, you know, you take the border wall. I mean, really, when you think about it, I don't even know what they were asking for. I know they were calling it a down payment, uh, which was probably, you know, you probably were talking about a couple billion dollars which I saw some number the other day where they said it would equate to point zero three five six percent of all uh government spending uh, but we don't get it right we're not going to get it now Trump says yeah don't it's still gonna happen but it it doesn't look like it's going to at least uh, well let's put it this way it won't happen this year And so now you're faced with, can this possibly pass? And just, just based on what I'm reading here, doesn't look like. The, I mean, doesn't look possible. The math just doesn't quite add up. But I decided I wanted to, to, to see for myself, because I do know. Here's what, what, what we know. These are facts. It used to be and you go back before 1971, right, that businesses paid the majority of the taxes in this country. And really, if you go back to before we created the Federal Reserve, go back to 1912, 1911, 1910, 1900, 1875, right, 1850. Citizens didn't pay any Federal income tax. So I went, I, you know, I just I just went out to the center on budget, right, and said, okay, give me some information. In fiscal year 2015, federal revenues uh, were 3.2 trillion dollars. Okay, so that's how much was collected uh, for 2015. Of course, we're in, you know, everyone that paid your taxes here last week, that was for fiscal year 2016, right? And so that data, we just don't have that information available. Uh, but, but, we, but we do know it's at, it's at least 3.2 and probably a little more than that. Let's say we're a little north of that. They said that there's three main sources for federal tax revenue and really when you look at uh... what those three sources are it adds up to like ninety one percent of the of the total amount collected so you you're talking about pretty much all of it right i mean this is the three big areas there's only three big pieces of the pie that you can go to to get any sort of of number and really when you really when you do the math really if there's really four programs pretty much make up all of it and then you know there's not even a one percent in anything else so I'm, I'll give you all four so the 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 biggest piece, now remember, a hundred and where we? One hundred and fourteen years ago. So go back one more year. So go back to nineteen twelve. Individuals paid zero to the government, and by the way, we didn't have any budget deficits, right? We, I mean, it was minuscule. So just keep that in mind. How in a little over one generation, how bad things have gotten. Today, 47%, so almost half of the $3.2 trillion is paid by individual. The next biggest piece is also paid by individuals, Well, and I should say, uh, more than half of this next number is paid by individuals. So 47%, you know, you file your taxes and you pay. Payroll taxes is the next biggest slice, which is at 33%. So when you look at... Uh, payroll taxes go back 117 years there wasn't any of those (laughs) none of those existed now you have between those two programs that's 80 percent of course for those of you that are unsure about what payroll taxes are that's your little you know your fica who the heck's fica you know anytime your 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 sons or your daughters get that first job and they get that first paycheck it's always priceless, isn't it? Because, I mean, it's it's a big amount. These are the, the taxes assessed on the wages or the salary paychecks of almost all workers and is used to fund Social Security and Medicare and unemployment insurance. By law, employers and employees split the cost of the payroll tax, but research has shown that employers pass their portion of the cost on to workers in the form of lower wage. Let's take that part out. That is true, except for all the small business owners. And all of you out there know it. I pay both for me. Right? When I file my taxes, I pay both. So that's why I said more than half of that number. And my guess would be probably of that 33%, 20% of that number is paid by individuals. So when you add the 47 and the 20, right, you're at 67%. Individual, we account for two-thirds. Right, and then the rest of us out there, if you work for a major corporation, You pay, what is it, 6.2, and they pay 6.2. The third biggest piece, which isn't that big of a piece, is what the president targeted this morning, which is the corporate income tax. It only makes up 11%. So when you when you and that brings the total to ninety percent. By the way, the other nine percent, exercise tax, uh, estate taxes, right? Like the death, you know, the death tax and things of that nature, and other. So that gets you the hundred percent. Is the forty-seven percent by individuals? Thirty-three percent is payroll tax which the majority of that is paid for by individuals. 11% is the corporate income tax. And then, of course, uh, the other and the exercise and the death tax makes up the nine. By the way, just so you know what some of those other taxes, like the, the excise taxes, uh, fuel, right? Who's that paid for? Right, every time you fill up your your tank, right, the federal government takes a piece. Alcohol and tobacco, right? So uh, you go out and you're, you're buying your beer, you're buying your your vodka. You're going to have the party, whatever it may be, uh, and then of course the the people that smoke. I don't. Uh, by the way, those just those make up. of that 9%. So a third of the 9% is also paid for (laughs) by by us. So you add that at 70% now. And then it says the estate tax. Again, I guess that falls to us. I'm going to see if they give us the number. They said that fewer. One out of every 500 people paid that tax. That's only six-tenths of a percent, so not even quite one percent on the uh, estate tax or the death tax. Just something when we're thinking about the largest tax cut in history, and yet it's aimed at the smallest piece pastry radio news hour we'll see what wall street thinks next this is the phyllis schlafly report presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of phyllis schlafly now from the phyllis schlafly center studios here's ryan hyatt
1: in february the u.s court of claims ordered the federal government to pay 214 million dollars to a small oregon insurer based on its participation in the Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare. Moda Health had enthusiastically participated in Obamacare health insurance exchanges only to nearly go out of business. They participated based on a promise by the Obama administration that it would provide financial support under the Risk Corridor program to companies that lose money insuring unhealthy patients. Moda Health participated and lost money, but then the government refused to fully reimburse it. Moda sued for hundreds of millions of dollars in the U.S. Court of Claims, which ruled in favor of Moda and included some harsh language against the federal government. The court finds that the government made a promise in the Risk Corridors program that it has yet to fulfill, the court wrote. Today, the court directs the government to fulfill that promise. After all, to say to Moda, the joke is on you, you shouldn't have trusted us, is hardly worthy of our great government. But this ruling exposes the federal government to many billions of dollars in claims by larger insurance companies that had far greater losses on the socialistic Obamacare exchanges. It's hard to feel sorry for the large insurance companies. They strongly supported Obamacare, which never would have passed without their backing of it. Overall, large insurance companies made a fortune on Obamacare, and taxpayers should not be footing the bill for isolated losses. Government isn't typically bound by its own promises because policies change with every election. The Obama administration should not be able to bind the Trump administration or future taxpayers any more than someone should be bound by the promises that his neighbor might make. The court, however, found the government to be liable under a theory of agency, The court held that Obamacare created a contractual framework requiring that the Secretary of HHS shall establish the Risk Corridors Program and shall pay Risk Corridors payments. The result is for the taxpayers to foot the bill for bad policies of the Obama administration under Obamacare.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The end of the failed mammoth health legislation is in sight. Gone will be high premiums and high deductibles. Expect competition, health savings accounts, more choice, and more available coverage for all taxpayers. Tell us what you want on the blog at pseagles.com. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Just doing a little quick math. The government collected $3.2 trillion in taxes, which they claim 11% of those monies came from the taxes on corporate and small business profits. So some quick math there says okay well that's like 350 some billion dollars what they proposed today would eliminate roughly 60% of those dollars and like i said there's no detail so we we don't know if any loopholes or this that the other we let's you know just trying to take a a, a swing at, let's just say, any loopholes they closed uh, would, would have, as we all know, a lot of these companies don't even pay 15%, right? Some of them pay nothing. Some of them pay 5, 6, 7, 8%. So let's just say that kind of wash is in the wash. That would mean that this proposal, at least in, like I said, just basic math. About $200 to $210 uh, billion less a year in government revenue. Uh, But that's, like I said, I don't know. They they used the $600 billion number today. I just just don't have those details. Uh, The only thing they talked about was this corporate tax rate. They did mention a some form of a child tax credit, an increase in that number, uh, which uh, th- that would be any any of you that uh, are still claiming children on your taxes would would pay less. Uh, but there was no details on that either. So one of the, the things that I really found interesting is. I don't know for how many of you know Jim Kramer. He's on CNBC. He's the, I like to call him the Booyah Man, right? And and he is very passionate, a charismatic individual. So I like him. I do. I, I like people that are passionate about what they do. And uh, he does that Mad Money show, which really, quite honestly, is it's kind of really how it's turned into now. You you really have to be uh, some form of stock picker, picker extraordinaire to survive in these markets. But he was out this morning, and I was actually taken aback. I was shocked at what he said because I figured uh, he would be a huge cheerleader of this thing. And he was, but yet he wasn't. And I'll just tell you what he said. President Trump's tax plan is a big win for corporations and investors, CNBC's Jim Cramer said Wednesday, but he added he had no high expectations that it will make America richer. It's not as significant as the president thinks it is, Cramer said. Look, corporations are flush with cash. Part of the low interest rate environment, companies would rather borrow money, right, than actually use cash, right, (laughs) because they're borrowing it for so cheap. What they do, Kramer said, is buy back stocks and increase dividends. Which is great for the 50 percent of people who own stock. Okay, and I agree with that absolutely. This tax cut, if it if it passes, which I don't think it does, right? I, I just don't. I think there's there's not enough uh, people that are going to say, hey, let's just blow up the deficit by that big of a number, right? I mean without any tax offsets, which doesn't look like there's going to be any. You know, before we thought that we are going to get the repealing of Obamacare. That would offset. We thought we were going to get some border adjustment tax. That also appears to be off the table, so I don't know where it's going to come from. He added, I don't want anyone to have any illusion." That this corporate tax cut is going to make it so we're richer. It's just not was was uh, Jim Cramer's uh, response, and this is really what it is. This is I would love it. You know what I would love? I would love it if we came out and said, "Listen, you can pay fifteen percent." as long as you built something here in America, right? In other words, hey, you can't spend your savings to buy back your stock and and increase your dividends to yourself, right? I mean, because who's the largest shareholders of all this stuff, right? Well, it's the, the executive and Warren Buffett, I guess. But as long as you built the factory here, Right, as long as you spent R and D money here, as long as you re-employed uh, Americans here, right? Then I'd be all for it. I'd be for it. To, you could pay zero. Now, of course, that's just me. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but the I guess if, if when you look at if you really wanted to get the economy going. Why wouldn't we go for the biggest piece? Right? I mean personal income tax forty seven percent. Right? We pay at least twenty percent of the payroll tax, and we may pay more. I'm just you know, trying to to, to keep it simple here. That's sixty seven percent of all federal income tax, all federal revenue is paid for by the citizenry. And then if you take into account gasoline tax, alcohol tax, and tobacco tax, that makes the number 70%. That's huge. Now, of course, some of it, as we know, right? I think, what was it, 42% of the people filing don't pay any of it. So really, the part that (laughs) I guess if you really want to get upset, About half of the what I'll call the productive members of society pay for over half of all federal revenue. Because the people that don't pay uh, the income tax, they still got to pay payroll tax, right? And I'm sure they're buying alcohol, fuel, and tobacco. Patriot Radio Newshour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. You know, I'm pretty good. I, and I don't know. You know, like I said, I was taking a, uh, you know, just kind of a swag at it. The 211 billion market watch just, just now, just put this out. They say the corporate 15% corporate rate would re- represent a cut of $199 billion. So, alright. That was pretty close. $199 billion uh, is what it would cost uh, the federal government. They did list the top five tax cuts by dollar. So this isn't You know, inflation adjusted. So the Reagan cuts, uh, you won't even see here. This tells you how big things have really gotten. The Economic Growth and Tax Relief Reconciliation Act of 2001. That was before I even started here. I can't even tell you what it is. Obviously, it was the uh, I'm gonna, and I'm guessing, I'm assuming, what right after 9/11, something like that. That would be my guess. Uh, that was 73.8 billion dollars. The bank bailout bill of 2008, 100 billion dollars, and that number you got to take with a grain of salt, of salt because they gave the banks all kinds of money, and then allowed them to write off losses on their taxes for years and years. And, I mean, but anyway, $100 billion. The Economic Stimulus Act of 2008 was $112 billion. So you, you add the uh, those two numbers together, right? There's a couple hundred billion dollars. So almost on par with what Trump is proposing are those two acts. The American Taxpayer Relief Act of 2012, $280 billion. And then the Tax Relief, Unemployment Insurance Reauthorization, and the Jobs Creation Act of 2010, that was $408. Excuse me, $408 billion. And now, uh, I don't know what Trump's going to call this one, and I'm sure it'll have some form of uh, uh, tax relief, economic growth, something, something, tax act. So we'll have to wait and see. So that that's all we know. So we're, when we're looking at the numbers, he said that it's going to be the biggest tax cut in history. Uh, so we, we we've got about half of it. I don't know what the other half will be. At least according to MarketWatch, that's their their numbers on the largest tax relief plans in history. And you kind of think about, you know, all of these tax cuts. All since uh, the millennial rolled over, and, you, and you're doing the the math, and you're like, okay, well, there's 400 billion there, and 74 billion there, and 100 billion there. Oh, wait, here's another 100 billion, and they sound like huge numbers, but when you add that all up, right, all these tax cuts, right? I mean, all of those. The, the, the five largest was, what, six, seven, eight, nine, almost a trillion dollars since 2001. The national debt has gone up by $15 trillion in the same time period. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible to think about, even if you didn't do any of that stuff. And when you look at, at what Trump is proposing, there's a real simple reason why there's no cuts to go or offsets to go with it. He wants the bill to pass. It's just like the government shutdown. For the government to pass a budget, you need 60 members of the Senate to approve it. So no Democrats were going to vote for the border wall, even though obviously this is what the citizenry elected Donald Trump about. I would have loved to have seen the the president stick to his guns and, and force it to be in there. He didn't. We still don't know if it will pass. This one... This legislation actually could pass without any Democrats. This one you just need a tax, and you just need the majority. So you need all the Republicans in the House and all the Republicans in the Senate to vote for the bill. Which, as we know, through the health care part, right, we couldn't get that repealed, even though we tried to repeal it like 50 times when Obama was president. And I say we... I should stop saying that, because really, technically, I'm not a Republican. I don't identify. Can I say that word? I don't identify as a Republican. No. But uh, this one just needs the Republicans to vote for it. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but I don't think you're going to be able to get enough of them to say, let's increase the budget. I mean, if Trump's number is right and he's saying it's going to be $600 billion, I mean where does that leave us? I mean, you talk about you'd be running budget deficits of close to a couple trillion dollars like right now. Today's American middle class Maybe getting squeezed more than even we realize. We'll talk about that in the final segment. Let me, let me put it to you this way. This is probably the easiest way to explain the problem that we face. You, If you just took Social Security and Medicare... Had those together. And you took the interest on the debt. <laughs> Throw that in there. And let's 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 hope and pray that the Federal Reserve never has to raise rates again, right? You know, maybe they'll get to 1% or something like that, but it won't go we'll never get back to 5 6 7%. Let's cuz too hard to even think about that. It just blows everything up. But if you just took those three things, that's how much money the government would collect if Donald Trump was, hey, I'm going to provide $600 billion in tax cuts with no offsets. That's all the money we'd have. We'd have spent it all. Right? We... we, We won't pay for the military. We can't pay anybody's pensions. We don't have a court system. I mean, we don't have anything, right? We can't even pay the senators and the president and and all the rest. And and you start really thinking about, you know, think about before 1971. Most middle-class families, dad worked, right? One parent worked. and you didn't really have debt, right? Some people may have had a little bit of mortgage debt, you know, $20,000 maybe. Probably not even that much, that's probably an exaggeration. No one had any credit card debt, that didn't exist, or student loan debt or anything else. And today we have less people in the middle class today as a percentage of the population right? obviously there's a hundred million more people here but as a percentage of the population the middle class is shrinking and yet most households now have two incomes not one, two here's what makes it even worse More people today live paycheck to paycheck than they did 45 years ago when most households only had one person working. The amount of debt that these two income households have blows anything we saw 45 years ago out of the water. So really when you start thinking about how are we going to get this economy to grow we've got to start getting rid of all the debt that we have right because everybody's income it's gone well i wrote the check for the mortgage or the rent i wrote the check for the car and the car insurance right i wrote the ca- the check for the health insurance, and the electric bill, and this bill, oh wait, and then I had to pay the credit card bill, oh yeah, and then I had to write the check for my student loan bill, and by the time they got done writing the check, 62% of people that identify themselves as middle class, don't even have 500 bucks, Patriot Radio News Hour. everybody have a great day, take care and we'll talk again.